were you just doing the Chucky summoning thing? No. It's a Majake. Give me the power I beg of you. Ooh, that you only meant well, but of course you didn't much say. I don't know what that means. What, 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 what did you say? We're we're doing, we're looking good, so that's going in there, just so you know. You're recording? <laughs> yeah, it's going in. Nice. <laughs> this is what happens before we start. <laughs> Justin serenades me, seduces me. Are you actually on the right input this time? Everything looks good, I think. I don't know. What was the point of that? I, I want to make sure it's coming from here. Yeah, it definitely is. Hold on. Just so you know, everything is staying in. <laughs> That's, awesome. I love it. Uh, let's well, dive right in. I had to test to make sure that you weren't an idiot again. <laughs> no, I'm fine. Uh, uh, let's, are you? That's past, really? That's past us. Okay. Child's Play 3. Child's Play 3. I had so much fun during this. Yes. I don't know who is just me. <laughs> Justin, what do you think about Child's Play 3? This is, this is one, like... Uh, for the first child's play you glared at me the entire time because i was laughing <laughs> this one you laughed right along with me it was so much fun <laughs> wasn't it so much fun uh so first let me say I, i'm sorry no, i ask you ahead. a question i ask you a question i'll let you finish it what did you think about child's play three so much fun period go ahead i agree so <laughs> i've spent so there's been a week in between us watching one and two now we're doing three and i found myself thinking so much about these and like looking forward to watching the rest of the series too yeah so much but so three jumping to the end for me Mm -hmm. the worst so far oh yeah by far but i had so much fun watching it like it was fantastic watching it Mm -hmm. so the 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 opening scene yeah it, it starts off again you're like at the toy company you're watching him make you're a, at business a toy decision. company that's way shittier than it was at the end of child's play two for budget reasons because there had to be 10 5 three years in between yeah. so they just this incident happened at the end of two and then they just abandoned it for two years yeah basically and there's Cobwebs. a giant claw machine yeah that pierces his that picks body. up for some reason everything else can be swept up by mm-hmm. hand but his body has to be picked up by this giant claw machine. Well, it was an industrial accident, Russ. Which has made OSHA regulations <laughs> demand. So this is <laughs> that you bring in a giant, giant claw UFO machine, machine over the top of the thing mm-hmm. that only picks up this one thing so that it can spear him. Yeah. So they're simultaneously him cleaning him up and manufacturing the new run of dolls. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Never yeah. mind. I'll stop talking because that makes sense. Yeah. Picks him up. <laughs> And dribbles his demon blood into the, the the freshly made... So cobwebs are everywhere, but they're melting plastic in amongst well, kept, the cobwebs. They kept that boiler running so yeah. that it stayed fresh. For like that plastic seven was years. fresh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it makes sense. I'm surprised you didn't know that. That's protocol. Yeah, I mean... So so it reminded me... Um, completely unrelated podcast and i mocked you at one point for mock or bringing up podcasts that were more popular than us uh-huh. there's a pretty awesome podcast out there called stuff you should know mm-hmm. which they just pick a random topic and they research it and then they teach you about it so it'll be everything from like spiders to uh you know intergalactic 
conquest. <laughs> That's not a real one. <laughs> but I thought you were going to say intergalactic by the Beastie Boys. No, but they'll, but they'll just research this random topic. They'll learn a bunch Have about you only it, listened to one episode? No, Is I've it le- only spiders? <laughs> Is that the other thing you've listened to? <laughs> I've listened to a whole bunch. I'm a huge fan. It's awesome. But one that was awesome that I learned about was they were talking about like marketing disasters and things like that. Like, mm-hmm. And uh, this reminded me of the beginning. So the beginning... You've got the CEO d- deciding that he's going to make the decision. Yes, we're going to proceed with manufacturing good guy dolls, even though we had all this bad press. Yeah. Do you remember the Noid from Domino's? You had to avoid the Noid. You had to avoid the Noid. So what the Noid was, it was kind of a uh, bunny character. Like a weird superhero demon bunny. Yes. And you had to avoid the Noid, which you had to avoid being annoyed mm-hmm. so you had to avoid being annoyed by having long wait times for your pizza was the whole point is yeah, that right Domino's was the 30 minutes or less 30 minutes or it's free yes so you had to avoid the noid so there was a schizophrenic man out there out there don't quote me on his first name let's say Johnny Noid just mm-hmm. for the sake of ease okay so Johnny Noid crazy people are named Johnny was the schizophrenic he needs three names actually yeah to coincide with this um, so, he, so Johnny Lee Noid was. I was going to say Lee too, but Lee's <laughs> the middle name of Chucky. Yes. So, so Johnny Lee Noid is a schizophrenic man that uh, go gets super upset about the fact that it's avoid the Noid. He already has mental health issues, right? Mm-hmm. So he like holds Domino's Pizza employees hostage because he's. <laughs> He himself is upset by this avoid the noid when, okay. thing going on. I'm going to let you finish your story. Yes. When you said marketing disasters, I was thinking, you know, the stereo for only 200 bananas. Mm-hmm. And pe- they had to actually accept bananas as currency. Mm, nope. Or the time. This is life and death. <laughs> the time Hoover <laughs> said, buy our shitty vacuum cleaners and you get two tickets life across the Atlantic death. Ocean. This is a hostage situation. This, is a this hostage isn't a marketing situation. disaster. Well, wait for it. Okay. <laughs> wait for it. So they decide to do this avoiding the Noid thing. He holds people hostage. Um, I think he, the people all lived. The people that he was held hostage were fine. Spoilers. I think he went to jail, maybe. I would hope so. I Some th- sort well, of I, I think place. he was fine is the point. Okay? okay. So he goes to jail. However, cut to like 15 <laughs> or t- 15 or 20 years I think he was fine. He might have went to jail. I don't think he killed himself. That's not the point of the story. (laughs) Okay? The point of the story is like 15 or 20 years later, Mm -hmm. Domino's has like an anniversary thing where they create a downloadable app called the Avoid the Noids Domino's Shootout Challenge. (laughs) So where it's like a shootout game where you're shooting the Noid and things like that. And there's a real-life person with mental problems whose life was completely affected by this whole campaign, and they have an app called Avoid the Noid Shootout Challenge. That's what it feels like. Whatever uh, this company is going for that that does these child's play things, yeah, or the good guy dolls, mm-hmm. that's what they're playing with. They're playing with fire right now. Yeah, like definitely, they need to cut their losses and invest in something other than robots and toy trains right. as their next big ticket item. Yeah, any, just literally anything but good guy dolls. Anything else? Anything, but but they're so generic with the rest of their toys that they offer. Yeah. which which means police car. 
So they decide they're going to create, they're going to keep moving forward with this good guy doll, mm-hmm. which they already had replicated, by the way, because they had the new one who happened to be Charles Lee Ray. Right. Chucky was. Because during the, the credits, like, time passed. Time passed. So they create him again. I love the idea that Charles Lee Ray was a serial killer. Now he is That's a re- weird sentence. He is re- he is re- reincarnated <laughs> as a good guy doll. Mhm. So imagine a world in which a serial killer is winding up robots, starting toy trains, controlling a remote control helicopter, controlling an RC car to mess with the guy before he kills him. Yeah. That that's what has to happen because mm-hmm. remember he's Charles Lee Ray in his head. Yes. To us he's a doll. Mm-hmm. But in his mind he's Charles Lee Ray. This is a badass dude. Like we I want this is just a tangent. This is shocking for our show. Okay. I'm going to get into a tangent. Oh wow. I want to see like a totally serious Charles Lee Ray movie. Like Brad Dorf starring as whatever charles lee ray did before child's play child's play prequel yes a child's play prequel i want to see called adults play adults play Mm -hmm. charles lee ray murdering people he was a bad dude right supposedly he was the strangler right yeah that feels like it's be an awesome movie for me Okay. And that's what it sounds like when a bit <laughs> dies, everybody. That's what, that's R- what it sounds like. R.I.P. <laughs> Charles Lee Ray prequel bit. Justin killed it. Go ahead. Obviously, you have things okay. you want to talk about more than what I do. A, not really. <laughs> B, you have shit on more of my bits than I have yours. That's because in they the all wrap around podcast. musicals or girl more girls. Which there was a Gilmore Girls actor in this. In this. Oh, my God. We got through the whole Saw series oh. without me talking about how the Gilmore Girls, Luke from the Gilmore Girls is in. That doesn't count if you just brought it up. No, we still got through the whole series. <laughs> this is a totally separate series. This is episode three you, of our Child's Play series. You text me and on now the I'm w- talking about the Gilmore Girls, <laughs> <laughs> about Luke <laughs> being in Saw movies. Oh my God. And how the Dean... Stop. It was in this when movie. Will you learn? Go ahead. What do you got? No, no, I'm waiting for like Lauren Graham to show up in one of these or something. Uh, she's still pretty hot, right? She is, as of parenthood, still smoking at like 50 plus. Yeah. Or 45 plus or yeah. something. I don't know. I'm good with that. Yeah. Uh, so you brought up the, the toy thing. Yes. Which, yes, it was very, he very sinisterly picks up a jar of marbles <laughs> <laughs> which f- to be fair he picks that up very sinisterly which are obviously in the public domain that's why they yeah. use marbles and then off camera sets them aside because he then has to get the rc controls for the police car and for the helicopter and set up the toy soldiers and all of the his shenanigans. This I really do not like that opening this scene. This is a grown man, right? This is a grown <laughs> yes. ass man that is a serial killer. Who? He has witnessed 
more horrific things than yes. you and I have, could ever imagine. According to this movie, he basically just loves killing and fucking. That's what he loves doing. <laughs> but he is going through. He's sad he only gets to do one of these. And winding up toys. Yeah. And planning on how to control remote control helicopters. I have to say that that was my least favorite part of this whole movie. And I thought, oh, if that's this series looks like it's getting cheesy in the worst ways. Then the rest of the movie, like, no, this movie's getting cheesy in the best ways. I was going to use the exact same <laughs> phrase when you said cheesy in the worst ways. I was going to say cheesy in the best ways. Um, I noticed this in part, definitely, no, it was part one and two probably. Mm-hmm. The good guy dolls yeah. have the worst packaging ever. Yeah. Because I have kids, those dolls, if you buy them, would have a half hour's worth of packaging to try to get out. Like, Charles Lee Ray would be imprisoned more in that packaging <laughs> yes. than he would in the Chucky body. Definitely. It would be easier for him to find a soul to imp- put himself in than get out of those twist ties. Dembala, give me the power <laughs> to, 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 to break these this twi- piece of cardboard. <laughs> It's so true. Like they set him down and he's just loose in there. I'm yeah. like, I don't buy that in the slightest. As a film, I get why they did it. I can't complain. <laughs> but oh my god, I do, it's bullshit the way you have to get a screwdriver. When my kids get toys, mm-hmm. I literally have to get knives and screwdrivers <laughs> for almost every toy because they're the the design, like the mold, is built into the packaging. So on the underside, there's usually Phillips head screwdrivers. Yeah, that are usually way smaller than even a number one screwdriver bit so you have to get like the eyeglass repair ones mm-hmm. to try to take these apart it is hell <laughs> <laughs> whoever designed these the prop masters for this did not have kids because it is painful no i mean i we will probably get to it later but i love the prop masters from I this can- movie <laughs> prop <laughs> masters the production designers very rarely very- do we uh, do i ever have strong <laughs> feelings but this made my day today uh, okay, so Andy goes to military school, and <laughs> uh, we see the Kent Military School. Bus drives in, got a close-up on Andy's face, and I ask you, was that the same actor? To which you <laughs> replied, you idiot, that was a girl. Uh, uh, and I went, oh, I just looked up briefly, <laughs> pretty sure I saw a boy's face. You know, a teenage, awkward teenage boy. Nope. No, it's a girl. So I have you rewind. Nope, that's definitely a boy. He had pretty 100%. mouth. One hundred percent. He had a pretty mouth. And you thought, I hope so, because he was, <laughs> she was kind of attractive. <laughs> he had a pretty mouth. What can I say? <laughs> so um, uh, Justin Whalen, if you're listening, <laughs> Russ is a fan. He had a pretty mouth. What can I say? <laughs> kind of long hair. Um, I will say pretty good casting when you're recasting somebody yeah because they even made the they showed you a picture of young andy mm-hmm. and you still bought that it was the same kid yeah so i thought that was it's pretty good like an, you know an awkward teenager that would totally turn into that yeah yeah i yeah. thought it was good um before you get too far ahead let me bust in real quick sure the way that chucky found out where andy was yeah is he searched the internet so- the the toy store or the toy factory database which told him where andy was i think that they i think is that the ceo was keeping tabs on him that's what i thought because he was a nuisance to the company but this is a time when like you get to a computer and it will tell you anything magical like between 1985 and like 1993 yeah i guess probably even 
till now. I mean, it's nineteen ninety one, so this is pre internet. Yeah. The World Wide Web was nineteen ninety three or ninety four. Okay, maybe AOL was like ninety. But this is still where like people were like, "Oh, you have a computer, you can find anything out in the world." Like it'll, it'll magic. You'll say something to it, and it'll magically tell you what's happening. Yeah, if you put in your Encarta CD, it was bizarre. Um, but that was it. I was just really trying to figure out how. Yeah, I that think found was, that information. I think the CEO was keeping tabs on him. Okay. That would be my guess. And that was my guess as well. Mm -hmm. It just seemed awkward and convenient. I mean, that is any time a movie gets on a computer. It's awkward and convenient. (sighs) They really need to avoid that. We've made that reference before Mm -hmm. between um, with the the cards in the library. Yeah. uh, The Dewey Decimal System. You know, they're going through the, 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 the microfiche. And the computers, mm-hmm. anytime they can avoid that, they really need to. Yeah. It's painful. At least a library adventure is like, it could be a fun little scene. Sitting yeah. down in front of a computer and going, click, clack, click, clack, click, clack. It's Well, I guess Goggle says that he lives here. Yeah. I don't know. It's still painful. Yeah. So Andy ends up in military school. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chucky mails himself to him. Chucky mails himself to him. One of the very first people that we meet mm-hmm. is my absolute favorite character in this movie. And when I thought about this movie, I probably hadn't seen this movie in 15 or plus years. Yeah. But the very first person I think of is who, Justin? That is the the barber. The barber is my favorite character in maybe anything ever. Like, mm-hmm. like I have a note from I don't later. even care about Forrest Gump anymore. Yeah. I just want to see more barber of this movie. I have a note later in the movie that says, the barber is the best thing about this or any other movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> he is so great, right? Just chewing scenery left and right. And Just, <laughs> oh, you <laughs> you want to have a competent scene in a movie? Sorry, I'm going to shit all over that. And just dance around <laughs> He's in well, the best he, ways. He is. So there's, there's, all right, so this is, like, originally I thought, like, Ooh, maybe this is a clever observation that people are going to rewatch. No, this is in your face. <laughs> this barber has a hair fetish, right? Yeah. Like he is getting off on cutting people's hair, mm. cutting young boys' hair. Yeah. This is his thing, right? Yeah. There can't be any other way <laughs> to read this movie. Nobody is impassioned about their job as this barber is right. about cutting these young boys' hair. You know, love what you do, man. He does. I'm <laughs> jealous. I'm legitimately jealous. Like, if I could make half of what I do but love cutting boys' hair as much as he does, <laughs> I would do it without hesitation. He I like loves. You, I like how you immediately jump to exactly that profession. Not just, man, if I could love just shoveling shit half as much as he loves cutting boys' hair or anything, anything else. No, you're like, I want, I want to cut boys' hairs too now. That's that's what I could tell you. That was my takeaway from this movie. That's a profession worth pursuing. I, so I, I, uh, over the summer, <laughs> over the summer, my wife told my son that I could cut his hair for some reason. <laughs> that sounds like it worked out well. <laughs> so wait for it. So she told him I could cut his hair. I don't know why, because I can't. As the story will, as this story will finish up. Spoilers again. So she told him I could cut his hair. So he was like, "Hey, cut my hair one summer day," 
So I decided, I'm like, <laughs> all right, it's either my options. Is, all right, so you don't have kids. So I go through my entire life. Mm-hmm. Every day is just a matter of like, which battle is worth fighting mm-hmm. and where do I just get my soul crushed? Right. Right. So that sounds like fatherhood. So I, I'm just constantly figuring out whether I want to yell about things or whether I just want to dance like a monkey. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, which, so I'm, she tells me to cut his hair. Mm-hmm. So she tells me to cut his hair. She tells me to cut his hair, and I decide, all right, I'm going to cut his hair. This isn't worth bringing up. Okay. So I go to cut his hair. I'm in the middle of cutting his hair, and it goes disastrous. Like, I go to his scalp at one point. (laughs) Okay? So quickly, I have to try to save this. My two options are either apologize and tell my son that I failed him. uh, Three options. Apologize, tell my son I failed him. Mm Mm-hmm. Blame his mother, which is the truth. Yeah. The truth is blame his mother. Throw her under the bus. <laughs> Wait. Say, to be fair. She shouldn't have had me do this to begin with. <laughs> her, her, her only falling, her only failing in all of this was confidence in your abilities to be Why a human would being. She th- no, 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 no. <laughs> Why would she think I could cut hair? I because can, I'm a human being. But, but, but why would that translate to me being able to cut hair? There's a reason people go to school. Why would she think I could cut hair? To cut a boy's hair, you take, how short do you want it? You take that thing of, put it on the clippers, that size, and you just run over the whole head. It's very simple. Cutting a boy's hair is very easy. Okay, how many times have you cut a boy's hair? Never, because I'm not a pedophile. Go fuck, go fuck yourself, okay? Because... Because it's not that simple. Sure okay, squirmy. You're, you're doing this. You you're doing them? no, no, no. You're okay. doing. You're doing the same thing where you shit on the person <laughs> in Virgin Swing in Virgin Spring that did firework. You shit on somebody that did uh, like uh, I don't know, like uh, thumbtack wrestling, and you're now you're shitting on a barber. Okay, these are all things that people have to try for. You can't just I say shit on somebody. I did could. Thumbtacks. I, I could do this. No, you said you were going to do it. I wanted to do it. But that, but you didn't. Because so you can't it wasn't judge. To the match. You can't say you're judged. Not my fault. No, yeah, but you can't say I. It, it doesn't mean anything because I could have done it anyway. <laughs> and the third option, which is the way I went, is I'm not going to throw my wife under the bus. That's not fair. I don't want to make it us versus them in front of my children. Right. I don't want to make myself. Even look, that's the way it is in your head. <laughs> I don't want to make myself look terrible because I also don't want to panic him. Like if I panic and say something is wrong. Yeah. He's going to be upset. Mm-hmm. He's going to freak out. So instead, I turn this into a positive. I'm like, guess what, dude? It's the middle of summer. You get the fun now of having a mohawk. All right. So we went full force to it. We, I, fiz- I got out my razor. I got out shaving cream. We shaved both sides of his head. And he ended up with 100% real mohawk over the summer. Okay, first off. Which he didn't want to begin with and wasn't <laughs> excited about. Okay, that last part. But. Maybe not the best. <laughs> I forgot this was your sissy boy. <laughs> this is definitely my sissy boy. <laughs> this is completely but, my sissy boy. To be fair, your wife asked you to do a task. Yes. Technically, you accomplished said task. I did. And you did it in a way where you will never get asked to do that task ever again. I think it was successful. <laughs> so 
So throughout the summer, he had a mohawk. Like I went full all the way for it. I tried to make it as positive as I could, mostly because I don't want him to feel yeah. upset about it or anything. I'm like, this is a cool thing. He was kind of annoyed with me that I did it without him asking. But the truth is, is like I wasn't planning on doing that. Yeah. It's just because I don't know how to cut hair. Yeah. So I'm, I did the best out of it I could. <laughs> Five or six years old, he's annoyed with you for not asking. That seems a little weird. I. You, you think that I run this show? I don't. Uh, yeah, man. I that's just, true. I just try to stay is in trouble the least amount as possible from anybody in this house. Oh, but that barber, he loved cutting hair. Oh my god, he, that cafeteria scene. He, he had a boner during that scene. Yeah, right? just raging erection the entire time, and just touching. And <laughs> just, he he smelled Andy's hair. Right, we rewound it and watched just, it. I, I have no evidence that he smelled it. But his nose touched he it. Definitely, his face touched it. He definitely got close enough intentionally so that he could have smelled it had he wanted to. And you, so you and were, I know that he wanted to. So you, you were questioning as we were watching this <laughs> whether this was the actor like just taking like a tiny roll and blowing it up. Yeah. That's or, in my heart. I wish that's what it is. But you were saying that as he got ready to cut Chucky's hair, that's nothing that the that – <laughs> that that I actor think decided. If you, if you had like a stern military person, you could have still had that scene. It just wouldn't have been anywhere near as great. It was. <laughs> it was great. He, it was so good. I want to see more. I want to see a movie about that guy. Like yeah, him him yeah. going through the ranks of military school, just like pulling open the tr- like ripping. All right, so there's a closed trash bag. Mm-hmm. Here's a scene. All right, okay, gotcha closed trash bag Mm -hmm. it's the middle of the night he snuck out of his barracks yeah he rips open the black trash bag Mm -hmm. and exposed is just a pile of hair Mm. and he just grabs it and he pulls it close to himself he buries his nose in it and he sniffs (laughs) (sighs) that's end of scene It's quality writing right there. Don't you like it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm sure we'll come back to the barber. But speaking of garbage, <laughs> we have definitely had some talks about garbage on this That's podcast. That's on my list as well. They had like real dirty garbage in this movie. Real dirty? I thought this Maybe was- Maybe not real, but this was, was this was dirtier garbage than we've ever seen. It had lettuce. Yeah. Chucky came up with all goopy and stuff shit in his hair. Yeah. It It wasn't just like a banana peel on his head. This was the best garbage that we've seen. Mm -hmm. Still pretty clean garbage, relatively speaking. But this was definitely the best garbage that we've seen. But if you look, it's the back of a garbage truck. There's not generally a lot of loose garbage in there. You bag your shit. You don't throw a lot. Are you saying this as somebody that's been in the back of a garbage truck a lot? Do you think I could get in... To the back of a garbage truck. I can't even get into the back of a pickup truck. I feel like if you were inside of a dumpster <laughs> and the garbage okay. truck picked you up. Yes. Gravity would definitely take me down towards yes, the you, truck. If you're asking, yes, you can fit in a garbage <laughs> truck. Yes, the hydraulics Barely. for a garbage truck can pick you up. <laughs> if you were to be dropped, you could end up in the back of a garbage truck. That's all, true. all of these things are possible. Mm-hmm. However... If someone was trapped into a garbage truck, whether you could physically climb up it to save them, I think they're screwed. Definitely, okay. yeah. So it depends on which question you're asking. Yeah. <laughs> so. I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> so, um, the uh, 
they made a reference at one point to peeing the bed. Yeah. We we changed bedwetters into champions or some shit like that. Um, how'd you do pee in the bed? I I don't think I've ever wet the bed ever. Really? Yeah. My sissy boy mm-hmm. has never wet the bed, does a great job with it. It nice. was like all of a sudden one day he was just like, boom, don't yep. need diapers. I figured this good. out. Myself, however, is a different story. <laughs> you were thinking for a bit there. I didn't know where it was going to go. So I would say until I was solid at 10, mm-hmm. every night I pissed the bed. Nice. Just every night. Yep. And I thought it was just like the way you do it. Like, go pee. Or you wake up, yeah. you pee the bed, you go take a... <laughs> You go change your clothes. Yeah. That's the way everybody does it, right? Every, everybody so has like, 12 pairs of sheets. I'm like walking around like eighth grade. Like, hey, you know when you pee the bed every night? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> nope. That's not the way it works. So I have a distinct memory. I don't remember the... Ex- the only thing I remember is I was like walking up and down the hall of my pediatrician mm-hmm. at probably eight years old. And my mom had dismissed me for some reason. But what she was really doing was like talking to the doctor about this peeing the bed situation. And they put me on some medicine that was supposed to help. And I don't know if it did. I don't think it did. Like I got over it at some point. But uh, yeah, I've definitely peed the bed a time or two as an adult also. Mm-hmm. Not like a full fledged thing, but I'll have these dreams where I'm just like pissing for like 10 minutes. Yeah. And then I'll wake up and I've like, I think it's the moment that I actually start to go like it just like that warmth hits mm-hmm. my groin and I'm like, oh shit, I'm peeing. So I've got, so I'll like change my underwear cause I've dribbled a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I've not full fledged peed the bed for decades at this point. Good job. But there was definitely, there was definitely <laughs> a point. Like I was definitely the eight year old that would like, sorry, I can't come over and spend the night cause I'm going to pee the bed. <laughs> uh, yeah. In. In like middle school, high school, I was, you know, there's a reason I have tits. Uh, probably drank like a two liter of Mountain Dew a day. Like I would get home from school and there'd be a two liter of Mountain Dew in the fridge. And that thing was empty by the time uh, it was time to go to bed. And so like I definitely had to pee a lot at night. So there was a good run there where... A lot of my dreams were just about like me really having to piss, really having to piss, really having to piss, and then I would like wake up and get up and go piss. Then those dreams started transitioning into I really have to piss, really have to piss, really have to piss. Fuck it, I'm just gonna here's a sink. I'm gonna piss in the sink, and I just piss in the sink and it feels the greatest ever. And then I wake up and I go, oh my god, I just dreamt about pissing in the sink. My bed is just gonna be completely soaked. And it retreats down. Oh, good. Let's try. All right. So, yeah. I've definitely dreamt about pissing yeah. and been afraid that I, w- that I had just wet the bed, but it, it actually hasn't happened to me. So, here's another thing that I should probably be talking to a doctor instead of you about. Okay. But instead, I'm going to talk to you. That makes sense. I think it's just the regular structure of a penis, but hopefully it's not like a prostate thing or like uh, a some sort of penis or urethral cancer okay i almost every time i take a leak i thought this was gonna be fun i'll but take now a, i'm scared no that it's no, not. no 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 like there's part of me that's actually asking for advice right now <laughs> okay okay under the guise of being funny because i don't even know if i've told my wife this <laughs> so i'll take a leak mm-hmm. as a 33 year old adult mm-hmm. i'll take a leak i'll shake 
between one and a thousand times. Yeah. Got everything out. Mm-hmm. Put my PP back in my pants. Yeah. And then my pants will be wet because there's residual pee. Yeah. In my urethra. Mm-hmm. So my resolution to this for a few years now has been to wash my hands and dry my hands off on my crotch so that it looks like <laughs> the pee that you can definitely see is on my crotch is just me drying my hands on my crotch. <laughs> so that's a thousand percent true story that literally I'll go pee at work five to ten times a day and I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like that those few dots look way darker than the other ones because it's coming from the inside instead of the outside. Mm-hmm. Hopefully people don't know <laughs> because that's pee. So my question is, is this just residual urine that's in my urethra that's coming out or am I dying? <laughs> I don't think you're dying. I think your problem is you're not relaxing enough during those shakes. They might Those shakes might be a little too violent. So I shouldn't be just like cl- tensing up a little so bit. So I shouldn't be clenching my ass... <laughs> And just screaming at the top of my lungs because that's how I urinate. Okay, that makes some sense. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna advise as a doctor. I'm gonna tell you you probably shouldn't do that. Okay, okay, good. Um, which brings me to the point. Continuing our theme from the child's play films, mm-hmm. we need to talk about or of not talking about the child's play films. We need to talk about child abuse of the mentally handicapped. <laughs> Go on. I really just wanted to say that. <laughs> did you watch any of the? Did you watch the Geraldo video or anything that I brought? That I, said I did to not you? subject myself. Um, that's probably a good idea. I realized it was two separate things that I'd com- like two separate documentaries that I'd combined into mm-hmm. one, and they are horrific. That's it. I just. I. Yes, let's make let's make light of child abuse again. <laughs> eh, it was from like ten years ago, so they're. <laughs> They're probably dead, They're right? They're probably dead at this point. <laughs> we we uh Tyler gets the package. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we made us uh an Ace Ventura. I made I referenced Ace Ventura like cuz he keeps dropping it blah blah blah. blah and then he gets a blowjob. Uh you said, "Hey, did you remember when he gets a blowjob?" I said, "Yeah, I didn't understand that at all." You said, "Yeah, yeah I didn't get it at all either." Mm-hmm. Now, can <laughs> I need you to help me with something okay. along the same lines. Now that mm-hmm. we rehashed a conversation that nobody else was a part of. <laughs> Correct. Here is another thing from my childhood that was inappropriate that I don't know what it was from. Okay. Okay. So this is completely my memory. I'm pretty confident it was Steve Martin or a Steve Martin type is the person that's in my head. Okay. There's a large group of a family around. Are they black? No, they're white. Okay, so it's probably not the jerk. The lights go out. Mm-hmm. The lights come back on. And in my mind as a child, someone has just lit candles. Okay. But they're, but everybody reacts in shock. So they're obviously not candles. Okay. And I asked my parent, like, why is this funny? What's happening? And they say, we'll tell you when you're older. Yeah, I so, got nothing. So does did Steve Martin light two dildos on fire? Like I don't in my mind I can't figure <laughs> out what 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 I'm missing here. I wish I I really I'm probably with the rest of our audience. I wish I had a reference point here, but I have absolutely nothing for you. All right. 
I'm, I'm not gonna and don't get hung up on the Steve Martin thing. That's just in my mind what it is. Yeah. Like th- there's probably bits Lighting and pieces dildos in this on fire. Like, also not in I, my. Brain. I don't know that that's what it is. I'm just trying because in my mind it's just like two candles are lit. Yeah. And everybody's looking at them, and they're obviously shocked and appalled that they lit two candles. Mm-hmm. They're obviously not two candles. It's something else. So I'm not saying that it's two dildos. I'm just trying to think of what it could have been yeah. that they would have done that. So if anybody's got any answers for what this random, like, inappropriate moment for my childhood is, <laughs> please text or t- <laughs> Send please in. tweet us. Please tweet us or Facebook us what it is, because I don't have any ideas. Um, <laughs> or remake me podcast on both. Uh, Send that our way. <laughs> child's play um you know we talked about how we don't promote our social media enough on the show that's a great way to do it hey if you have any uh if you have any dildo and fire related things you want to talk about just you know send or them child on abuse videos <clears throat> yeah send them our way <laughs> <laughs> videos of Geraldo not finding jimmy hoffa's gold Oh, Geraldo. I didn't get your... <laughs> you just thought that was totally random? Sorry. Um, I like how kind of most of this movie is just Chucky's murder mishaps. Like, he keeps almost getting there and then just, oh, I'm in garbage now. Yeah. I'm Actually, half of them end up with he's in garbage now. He winds up in a lot of garbage cans. The... Uh... I've seen I I watched a lot of this from his perspective. Like this is a freaking serial killer. Yeah, a pretty successful serial killer by the sounds of it. Mm-hmm. And like he ends up in a garbage truck. Like he's just like, <laughs> oh, God damn! Like he's falling into the garbage truck and he, and he just curses. Like that's exactly what right. Charles Lee Ray would do. Yeah, not necessarily Chucky. But he, when life handed him lemons, he made lemonade. He instantly thought, you know what, you know what, the situation could need could need murder Did you say Kneed? I, yes <laughs> you know i was because i was gonna say you know the situation could really use and then i was gonna say needs and i said Kneed. some murder so he just randomly <laughs> murders the the garbage man which i think that's the only murder that i really felt bad about the whole thing <laughs> like the rest of them i was like the ceo's kind of a dick yeah um shelton's kind of a dick yeah the garbage guy was just trying to help him yeah, and the the major colonel, whatever, he doesn't actually kill him. He he was kind of an innocent bystander. He wasn't really a dick. He was just doing his job, and you know he just gave him a heart attack, which really I think gave uh, Chucky some murder blue balls there. He was not excited about that. No, I I think. So how are your feelings about how Chucky looked during this movie? He looked weird. Like he he animated weird. He made some weird facial expressions. Most of them were like weird sex doll like <laughs> surprised. Just mouth open, open kind of. Yeah. He had a lot of yelling with his mouth <coughs> open. So I thought like I'm trying the, to pantomime, but this is a this is radio. The the uh, <coughs> like I thought his facial features were really good. Mm-hmm. His hands were terrible. Yeah, his hand, and we saw a lot of hands during this movie. Yeah, like one time he grabs a doorknob and it's just like this plastic chunk. Yeah, and then like the motors kick in for the fingers. It, it looks kind of awkward. Yeah, um, and the and the stepping looked really bad. Like he steps over. Yeah, some, it's like marionette. 
really wasn't good. I thought his face looked good, but but this is this should have progressed. And I feel like one and two, I was more impressed with how Chucky looked rather than this one. So one of my uh, one of my favorite series is uh, Planet of the Apes, and so the first Planet of the Apes movie is fantastic. All all of the apes are complete full makeup mm-hmm. and everything. Uh, background ones are obviously masks. No. Yes. In the first one, it is all makeup. Every single person in that movie is all makeup. I feel like I need to challenge you with that. As the sequels progress, they keep demanding more and more sequels, but they keep like having the budget every time. And so by the time you get to the fifth one, it is very obvious, very shitty monkey masks mm-hmm. for everybody but the the primary characters. Okay. And I feel like that that's what this movie is. It's they're demanding sequels, but they don't have the budget to support it. And so the they're it's weird because the writing is going in such a way where these are no longer Andy movies. These are even though he's in them, these are now Chucky movies. Definitely. And that's where the series progresses too. I don't think that's a spoiler. Right. But I mean the next one's called Bride of Chucky, so right. it even abandons the child's play gimmick. Yeah, but this is this is the movie where they don't. I feel like they don't have the budget to support what the movie like story wise needs to progress. Yeah, I, so I've already said I feel like this is a step down. Like I feel like one was a classic, definitely. Two is an adequate sequel. Right. Three it, is it actually you, did did some things with the lore and everything. I feel like three is the point where it starts getting into sequel territory. It's the Chucky movie with this. Yeah. So this is the Chucky movie at military camp. Yeah. Right. This is the Chucky movie in space, et cetera, et cetera. You um, go to space a lot in these, your examples. It's because it's a kind of a horror, an example of like horror jumping the shark is, is why I do that. Jason X. Um, yes. Jason X is one. Is that the one in space? It's one of them in space. Yep. Wait, there are multiple Jason movies. No, no, in no space? not Jason in space, but okay. it's, it's, it's an example <laughs> of a horror movie in space. <laughs> Um, You got me both excited and horrified. No, no, no. Have the notion of more than one Jason movie in space. That sort of uh, is my feelings in short about about this movie. Yeah, but but you're right in in referencing that. Um, The grenade he's holding at the end looks more plastic than he does. Why was he holding the grenade? Because so he needed to intimidate the girl, right? But he's also in a walkie-talkie, so it doesn't do anything for the people on the other end of the walkie-talkie if he's holding her grenade. No, but he's using that to simultaneously keep her there and prepare for when they come. Couldn't he do that with a knife? But he wanted the grenade for when the group all got together. He could blow up on tons of people. That's a lot of murder for just one little flick of the arm. Okay, that being said... Really what, shitty flick of the arm, yes, by the way. that was the worst throw ever, <laughs> like, right? He, his hand, they like go to close-up, and it's in like slow motion, and his hand moves about three inches forward. It's the worst <laughs> throw. He looks like my sissy kid throwing something, man. It's the worst. Except the grenade went forward instead of backwards. It's just the worst throw. And, and that reminded me of... Like, again, I keep coming back to the fact, like, this is a serial killer. So this is the serial killer going, like, red team, meet me over here. Yeah. Red team. Um, and I feel like this movie, 
bounces back and forth between doing things that Charles Lee Ray would do mm-hmm. and that he wouldn't do. Like when he's talking to Tyler, I feel like that's Charles Lee Ray where he's just like, come on, you son of a bitch. I'm tired of playing hide and seek. Yeah. But then he'll also be like, red team, this is blue team. Yeah. <laughs> come over here. I, Let's play this game. Not to defend this movie because it's, it's pretty bad. But I think that there is a bit of charles losing weight to chucky in it not so that, like that that could be an excuse that a writer could use for the shitty writing probably the uh the jumps in tone and things mm-hmm. is that yeah charles is because he still wants to get out but he's starting to embrace the chucky so you you referenced the change in tone i think that's not necessarily bad for the most part throughout these films because Charles Lee Ray is a serial killer. So like the things that he is enjoys is killing people and messing with people and things like that. So he's made jokes from the very beginning and you've, you've seen bride of Chucky. So you know what the next installment takes. It obviously takes a step into comedy that this one didn't. Yeah. Or I, the previous two didn't. I don't really remember a lot of it, but okay. yeah, well, I guess spoiler, but, <laughs> but the, so, but my point is, is like, if you're a serial killer, that's what you enjoy. That's what you're going to make jokes about, right? You're going to make a joke about somebody pleading for their life or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, so I don't think it was that far of a stretch yeah. throughout any of these. Um, what is a stretch for me, however, uh, I guess, let me, let me, I guess I'll bring it up now. Tyler gets knocked out towards the end of this film. Yeah. How he does hit, he get knocked out? He hits his head on a paper mache demon. Does he even hit his head? I feel like he slightly, I feel like he slinks down and then passes out. He's standing on top of a volcano and Andy yells, look out. And like the end, the horn of a demon just lightly grazes the back of his skull. (laughs) Which equals passing out. Yeah. Just boom. To which you wake up from completely fine. Yeah. That's you okay, Tyler? Yeah, I'm fine. That's another rebate. I've been unconscious for three minutes. (laughs) So we have we have clean garbage in this movie and getting knocked out easily, like two tropes for remake me. Yeah, that are pretty impressive. It was decently dirty. It was pretty impressive. Um, I really did like again. It doesn't make any sense that the actual like uh, scythe that the uh, yeah, because there's no way that that would be metal or anything. That would just no. be a big, long piece of plastic. But that being said, it does create a pretty iconic, pretty awesome-looking Chucky. Yeah. With, like, half of his face gone. Yeah, that's it was pretty, pretty, it was pretty good. That's pretty awesome. I gotta give it to I him I gotta say, that. the two and three know how to end the movies. Like, the set piece and everything, mm-hmm. the factory in two, and the, the demon layer, demon's yeah. layer or whatever. This yeah. One, they're, they're doing a good job there. Yeah, I can't complain about that. Which, the the problem with the end of three, though, that whole problem with a better engineer would have been like, let's put a piece of metal over the top of this so nobody falls yeah. and dies into this yeah. world record-setting giant blade that needs to motorize or cool something for some it, reason. It is making ribbon look like fire. It is like... In a 10-foot-wide yeah, like giant ten, piece. Of, yeah. With just some ribbon... Around the edges that kind of look like shitty fire. <laughs> like, that's his entire purpose. <laughs> they create <laughs> the world's most. Da- that has to be 
thousands of dollars worth of steel that they yeah. created and had manufactured because those aren't pre-made like somebody has to design that bad boy you know what it creates russ tension it, it worked <laughs> i was worried that tyler was gonna fall into that um we need so the movies from here don't follow tyler or andy Okay. Because I feel like that would follow again with our child abuse, mental handicap scenario thing that we've talked about before. Yeah. Because their lives have got to go worse from here, right? Like, well, okay. Let's talk about the end of this movie. Uh, Andy gets put in the back of a police car and driven away. The possibly end. a suspect of a double homicide. He could be the only suspect. <laughs> Who else could there be? Tyler. I mean, accidents happen. But they all think that he did it. They all think he was up to the shenanigans, like throwing a live grenade and putting ammunition into paintball guns. Which there's no way that that's how... You can't turn a, no. a regular rifle no, into a No, you can't take gun. a full rifle and just be like, I'm going to put in some paintball pellets. I'm saying this as an expert that's never held a real gun, just so you know. Mm -hmm. I had a BB gun and a pellet gun at one point. Yeah. And we, I shot him at my... Uh, our shed mm -hmm. and it bounced off the handle and hit me in the pp ladies and gentlemen mr tom karosik just walked in the door this is a surprise guest Woo. what's up mr tom we're talking about child's play three have you seen child's play three do you know anything about the chucky movies they can't hear him yeah this is a microphone you speak into it that microphone is not on the, the Hello. Audience is there we go. Welcome. Hi, audience. <laughs> We've got Tom Karosik. Yo. Um, we're just wrapping up our Child's Play 3 conversation. Oh, yes. Um, how would you watch a film? <laughs> Are you going to pitch it again? I'm going to pitch it, okay? okay? Here we go. So, featured, this is brilliant. Featured brilliant. in Child brilliant. Play 3, the best character by far is the barber of a military school. Okay. Who just blatantly has a fetish about cutting pubescent boy's hair. He fucking loves it. He smells the kid's hair at one point. And like he just walks around like, oh, your hair's getting a little too long. You come see me on Wednesday. He rubbed he, his he made appointments for each of the boys like a day apart. Because, because that's one how day long it's he wanted to cut their hair for like <laughs> a day. Like for a for good hour. And then spend the whole rest of the day just just wallowing around in their hair. Oh, he was definitely going to... That's like a mild version of Floyd the Barber. Sure. <laughs> the, it was... That's a reference that a lot of people will get. <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, is a, is a Seattle like serial killer guy that Nirvana wrote a song about who was a barber, and he'd have people come get hair appointments, but he'd lock them in there and cut them up to death. It wouldn't surprise me if this... Sweetie Todd. If... It's Sweetie Todd. Is, oh well, that's if you want to bring it around to musicals, like I know, <laughs> every Jeez. time Justin tries to bring it back to musicals, but it was the creepiest. <laughs> There's literally a point where he rubs the main character's head. He rubs his hand across his hair, tells him to come in on like Tuesday of next week, and leans forward to where his face touches his hair. His nose is definitely in the hair. He has to be smelling this 15 year old boy's hair. So. This is somebody that loves their job so much, he finds the Chucky doll and decides to give the Chucky doll a haircut. Because <laughs> he doesn't look military enough. So here's <laughs> so here's my question for you. Would you watch a prequel solely based around this barber? 
Nothing to do with Chucky whatsoever. I mean, hypothetically, I guess, if I was into that kind of movie. <laughs> I believe that was a no. That was a, that was a solid no. That was a, that I'm was a trying pass. to be nice or whatever. But that, was a, that was a solid pass. No. All right. Well, um, the, the big last thing that I want to bring up is there's a moment when they open up a drawer. Yes. So Chucky ends up at a carnival. Mm-hmm. And the security guard takes them, and he opens up a drawer. Yes. Tom, what would be the items that a security guard at a carnival would have in his drawer? Give me a handful of things that you would expect, and we'll see if you can get any of them. Well, I would hope some handcuffs. Handcuffs? There's a That's a good idea. That would be a good idea. Unfortunately, it's wrong. Keep nope. going. Anyway, <laughs> uh, a box... No. Three quarters of a box of condoms, because he's jerked off in a few of them. Okay. <laughs> It's a weird place to take it, but but, no. but, I, but closer actually. Sure, yeah. Like uh, I feel realistic. Like. <laughs> Obviously, some pictures of children. Okay. Yeah. I see another creepy place to take it. But I no. see. I see where you're going. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm just trying to. Obviously, it's he's not getting an into the headspace. I'm trying. Yeah. Give me one more idea. We'll see if you can get it. Oh. Pantyhose. Panty. That's that's I like that's it. the closest. <laughs> you're getting close. All right. Yeah. So here's the list of things that we're in. What, wait a minute. You're why? consulting your notes. It is in my brain. Why? Wait, wait. Here, hold Seared. on, hold on. Why does... This is a traveling s- carnival. Mm-hmm. Why does the security guard even have a metal desk yes. in a tent? With a filing Let's, cabinet. Why does he had he, a cool filing cabinet. Why does he have a filing cabinet with a desk? What? He's in a tent. <laughs> why does he have an office? Like, uh, I'm uh, focusing <laughs> on what's in the drawer. Yeah. But why does he even have a desk with a drawer? The drawer was... That's the, that's the MacGuffin. That's the red herring. That's... <laughs> That's the distraction from the real conspiracy <laughs> okay. of this tent office. So here's what does he have? Justin, give me one thing that he has. How about I give you two things? Okay, give me two. Pens. Two he pens. has two pens. That's fine, right? Yeah, yeah sure. Okay. That's, that's a Tom, rational start. Here's what else he has. His wallet is okay. in this drawer. Yep. Instead of on his person, yeah. he leaves it in the tent. This tent isn't locked. Like no. he, there's this is no, a tent. This is a tent. With flaps, yeah. so it's not, not a door. Locked. Justin, what else does he have in this? <laughs> oh, there's so many places I could go. He has what I can only assume was taken off of someone on the crew. A deck of playing cards wrapped in a rubber band. Mm-hmm. For when he gets bored, I guess, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. Yeah, to play solitaire. Okay. He, or, you know, play war with any children he finds. He has a half-smoked pack of cigars. So like Swisher Sweets? I don't know what that is. It's the little the little ones that are yeah. like cigarette C- size. Cigarillos, yeah, I believe Swisher are what they're called. Okay, yeah. so he's got those. This is character development. Mm-hmm. I get where they're going. What else does he have, Justin? A pack of wintergreen gum. A pack of wintergreen gum. Is that the one with the twins? That's from back in the day. That is uh, double mint. Gum. Double mint. Well, that double makes mint. sense. This is wintergreen, which is just a it's random. It's the same company, right? Wrigley's. Pull, pull your head out of your ass, this, Tom. This is this Fuck is this man. has been Greeked. This is this is this is beer brand beer. This is wintergreen brand gum. So next you know? he next he has a teeny tiny little gun. Little tiny gun, which conveniently is the exact same size that Chucky <laughs> could hold. Yeah. Because if this was a regular human adult size gun, yeah. Chucky would have to use two hands. To try to hold the handle mm-hmm. and pull the trigger at the same time. Right. And this is open in a tent with his wallet with no lock on this door. Well, the, Inexplicably the, with the a permit. guards the, the wallet. <laughs> That's what it's there for. Because people don't kill people. Justin. And then the piece de resistance. <laughs> a blue balloon. The one blue balloon. <laughs> blue balloon. 
<laughs> a blue balloon. Why does he have a blue balloon? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't understand it. This is, uh, and then you know he's obviously murdered by Chucky. Obviously, and, yeah. Duh. I because mean, he he, he, he the, had the kit for Chucky. Yeah, he had the Chucky size gun, of course. Good but Lord. when they discover the body, it should be like this moment of oh shit. Nobody and cares. Russ and I are just screaming. There's the balloon. There's the balloon. <laughs> you can see. So somehow Chucky <laughs> pulled the drawer out and set it beside him, so you can see the blue balloon, uh, an inflated blue balloon for some reason, that wow. was in his drawer, just right by his head. And I'm just so excited about the fact that the balloon is back. I'm gonna apologize for screaming joyously so, into the microphone so what, there. What? I think it's what, allowed. What was going through? What was going through the pro- the 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 prop master's mind when he was so like the production designer? The, the director was like, "Okay, we need some stuff for the drawer." The production designer was like, uh, "Here's some shit." <laughs> so <laughs> here's my argument: the production designer was like, "Why the fuck is there even a desk?" <laughs> Obviously, there is no rationale to why. If there's a desk, it doesn't matter what the hell's in I've this thing. I've had the goddamn desk argument every day for the past 23 days. You know what? Here's a goddamn balloon. Just put some in your stuff in it and make it the whole scene. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Are you ready to watch Bride of Chucky? Let's watch Bride of Chucky. Let's crotch Bride of Chucky. That's what it has to be.